guys. Good morning. And uh, if you guys don't know, my name is Anil. Uh, I'm married to Emma. She's not here. She's got COVID. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, it's come home. The rest feel the Rona has come home. He's not here today. <laughs> yeah, he's got it as well. So, yeah, uh, just, yeah, keep her, keep her in your prayers that she'll uh, recover quickly and stuff like that. So, yeah, so we're continuing on the Sermon on the Mount, and um, we've covered quite a few areas. We've covered flourishing, we've covered reward, we've covered wholeness, righteousness, and last week we did Father and we did Father Prayer, and this week we're doing Father and Relationship. So, let's go to the place where it all happened. Let's imagine sitting at Jesus' feet, like uh, Dom reminded us, it's, this is about sitting at Jesus' feet, so... You got that slide. Does it look like the place? Probably does. <laughs> I'm sure it does. So, yeah, and uh, let's listen to uh, what Jesus has to say from Matthew 7, uh, 7 to 12. Emily's going to help me re- read it for us today. Thank you, Emily. Okay, so Matthew 7 to 12 says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. Or which of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? So whatever you wish uh, that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law, for this is the law and, to, and the prophet, prophets. Thank you, Emily. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing bit of scripture that uh, Jesus is, is, is telling us. Um, let's, let's, let's look at, look at Jesus as, yeah, he is a teacher, but he is also our savior. He is also the one who has sacrificed his life on a cross for us so that we can know our father. Um, our Heavenly Father. So, uh, you guys might know I am a dad, and uh, I got three big guys now. They're 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 adults themselves, <laughs> and uh, uh, being a dad has been amazing. I know it's, it has its challenges, of course, but it has been amazing. And uh, the whole whole uh, subject or the whole area of uh, a father-son relationship is something that I really love, that I am kind of passionate about, um, my, my relationship with my kids and my relationship with the Heavenly Father. And it's uh, something that I, yeah, when, when, uh, when we were going to look at this, I thought, yeah, this is, this is something that uh, actually God has, God has taken, taken me on a journey, a journey with. So, yeah. Hope uh, my heart comes out. I hope that uh, you'll see what Jesus is saying here and, and, and really uh, uh, that your faith will grow and, and your eyes will be fixed on him. So if you, 
Uh, yeah, let's, let's just pray for, for a second. Lord Jesus, I pray that you'd uh, help us to, help us to uh, see what's in your heart, Lord, through, through your word. I pray that you'd just open our eyes to see you more clearly. Like we were lifting your name, Lord, today. We want to see you lifted high in our lives in this church. Amen. Amen. So, I love being a dad. It, it has, yeah, it, it is, it is, I mean, I still remember the, uh, you guys will do as well, the first time Caleb was born, like, uh, like on the side, like, like a, a fish out of water, <laughs> and, the, and the nurse was cleaning him up. <laughs> Beautiful memory. He's now 22. <laughs> yeah, it, it is like, um, you know, with, it's all his challenges and all the, the stuff that uh, you, you kind of uh, uh, help them grow with. Uh, it is such a joy that uh, that God has given me this opportunity to be be their, be their dad, and uh, you know we we do like all we can to kind of um, love them and look after them and provide for them and uh, make sure that they are taken to their girlfriend's place, picked up at eleven o'clock. Like constantly, <laughs> and all of that stuff that happens, it's, it's, it is brilliant. And uh, I've, I've really like grown from it, I've really enjoyed it, and it's, it's, been, it's been an amazing journey. I must say, like, uh, when I say like, um, uh, uh, I'm, I'm bringing my perspective of it, but uh, we've done this all, Emma and me together, it's the parents that, uh, that really kind of uh, uh, build them up and help them grow. And Emma's been a, a huge, huge, uh, what can I say, uh, support to me to enable me to do what I want to be a good dad. She has enabled me and like um, given me time and everything that I need to do. So, yeah, we've uh, we've, we've had an amazing journey with them, and uh, it continues. And uh, we are. Yeah, we, we, all of them have gone now. Like, just if you guys didn't know, all of them have gone to uni now. We're like kind of just in the first year of being on our own. It's, uh, it was hard in the beginning, but we're getting used to it now. It's all fine. <laughs> and yeah, it's, uh, life's moving on for them, and it, it, is, it is good. So one of the things that I've uh, like, um, done with them is like have... Uh, chat walks with them. I, I call it chat walks. And uh, where I try and spend one-to-one time with each one of them. And we would go on walks. And uh, these walks are just, uh, uh, just chatting. I'm, I'm asking him questions, um, asking them questions just to, to get them talking so that they kind of uh, pull out their, their, their everything that they're going through, etc. I I kind of like sometimes if something comes up, I might give them a little bit of a, from my life, a, little, a tiny bit of wisdom here and there, but like, it's, I, I try and keep it not heavy at all. It's, uh, it, it's a time just to, you know, get to know each other, and uh, uh, yeah, I've had, I've had some amazing times. There was, there was a time when I, I had got, gone to work, come back home, and I like, sat down on the sofa, oh, it was a long day, and Caleb was doing his GCSEs, and he would come, he came along and said like, Dad, you wanna go for a walk? And I was like, ah, 
this is a choice. <laughs> I made the right choice that time, by the way. <laughs> so we walked and we walked and we walked. We walked for about an hour when he talked and he talked. And he was like, it was the exams and all of that. He was like playing in his mind. He, he just wanted to talk. And we walked and we talked and we walked and we talked. And we had a coffee as well, a hot chocolate he had. So yeah, it was great. And uh, walking with Stephen, yeah, he, he took me to like Stanborough. It was like sitting down, looking at the stars. Amazing time. And uh, uh, Luke, walking with Luke, it was, it, was, it was late in the night. And he was taking me to this dark place. I know that. I'm like, is this okay to walk this way? It's kind of scary. <laughs> Dad, it's fine. I've got this. <laughs> so yeah, nice memories. And uh, really, really appreciate the, the time I've had with them. And I hope it, it continues, continues even now that uh, I, I'm able to like, do that with them. It's, it, it's a privilege, and I, I love it. Um, uh, in, in my own life, like my dad was, uh, I had a lot of time with him. Um, I had one-to-one -one time with him. He worked in a farm away from, 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 the, from where we lived in the, near, in the suburb of a city. And uh, I would, uh, for holidays, school holidays, sometimes we go as a family, but sometimes if the family didn't want to go, I would go myself and spend time with him. And uh, it, it, it's, 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 it's a good one. He, 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 I feel, felt secure and loved by him, so I've had a, I've had a reasonable childhood. Uh, I know, I know that uh, everyone, everyone's life is different. Like sometimes, uh, our lives are tough. Our, our, the relationship that we have with our dads are, are difficult. They're not easy. Sometimes even painful. And uh, I, I, I am actually, uh, I, I do recognize that, and, and I and I uh, understand that. And but I just wanted you to help you fix your eyes on the Father God that we have. And uh, I think uh, today, like the, the, the words that we had, was actually God's going before me and saying uh, about we are adopted into his family. We are, every one of us who believe in Christ, who believe in God, who believe and have given their lives, we are adopted. It's, it, is, it, is, it is an amazing, uh, like spiritually, it's like, a binding thing. We are ad adapted to him. And like he, he is, he is our, he is, he calls us children. He, that's, that close we are, we are adapted. So we're looking at this dad who has, has really been, uh, uh, have, have sent his son to die on a cross for us so that we will know him and we will we will have this relationship with him. So we are adapted. Just remember, we are, every one of us, an adapted child of, of our father who is in heaven. So I am, I'm bringing this, and if you feel like uh, I don't know him as, as a dad, I don't know him, I don't, I don't feel it like this, I would really encourage you, actually, read John's Gospel. <laughs> That's a good place to start. Read his word. Find out what Jesus is saying. Find out about. Uh, find out from the word what what your true identity is. Uh, talk to me, uh, and I will show you what what it says in the scripture. So yeah, don't leave away. Don't go away from here uh, without without being assured 
having the assurance that you are adopted. Uh, I, I feel like um, the, uh, what Helen brought and uh, what uh, the other lady brought about our relationship with God, we are his children and we are uh, uh, loved and cared for by him. So, so I, as a dad, I love my kids. I do everything for them, what I can. It doesn't mean that I have, there have been times when I have said no. I have missed out opportunities on going on chat walks. I have taken my eyes off them. I am human. But I just want you to focus on the father. So I, if what I can do is like this, what my heavenly father can do is like vast. How much more can he, can he do? So I want to look at a couple of scriptures. Psalm 139. It, it was, it was um, uh, again, shared today about how fearfully and wonderfully we are made. I just want to uh, uh, take you there for, a, for, a, for two minutes. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. So this is how much God cares about us and how much he knows us. And uh, uh, I, want, I, I want to take you to Corinthians 1.13 where uh, it says God is love. And to me, I believe he's, he is love and he is patient. He is kind. He is not jealous or boastful or proud. He is not rude. He does not demand his own way. Do you realize that? He, he wants you to make a choice. He wants you to take that first step. He doesn't force anything on you. He's not irritable. He keeps no record of being wronged. He does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. He never gives up. He, is, he never loses faith. He is always hopeful. So this is our God. This is our dad, our heavenly dad. He never gives up on us. I want to uh, read a bit on, of uh, the prodigal son. Everyone probably knows about the prodigal son, but let me just, just quickly re remind you of uh, how Jesus shares about the prodigal son. Uh, then he said, there was a man who had two sons. The younger said to his father, Father, right now, uh, what's coming to me? Father, I want right now what's coming to me. I'm reading from the message. So the father divided the property between them. It wasn't long before the younger son packed his bags and left for a distant country. There, undis undisciplined and dissipated, he wasted everything he had. After he had gone through all his money, there was a bad famine all through that country, and he began to hurt. He s signed on with the citizen there who assigned him to his fields to slop the pigs. He was so hungry he would have eaten the corn cobs in the pig's pig slop, but no one would give him anything that brought him to his senses. He said, all these farmlands working for my father, farmhands working for my father, sit down three, 
sit down to three meals a day, and here I am starving to death. I'm going back to my father. I'll say to him, Father, I've sinned against God. I've sinned before you. I don't deserve to be called your son. Take me on as a hired hand. He got, he got right up and went home to his father. When he was still a long way off, his father saw him his heart pounding, he ran to him, embraced him, and kissed him. The son started his speech, Father, I've sinned against God. I've sinned before you. I don't deserve to be called your son ever again. But the father said, listen. But the father wasn't listening. He was calling to the servants, quick, bring a clean set of clothes and dress him. Put the family ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Then get a grain-fed heifer and roast it. We are going to feast we're going to have a wonderful time. My son is here, given up for dead, but now alive. So this is Jesus telling us this is how much God loves us. He cares about us. He, he seeing us far away, he runs to us. Can you, can you see that picture in your, in your head? Like, what, what an amazing dad we have. So, yeah, so... Yeah, I care about my children, but how much more does that God care about you? God, God care about us, his children. Uh, Want to go with the? Uh, this is this is my this is my tagline. How much more? <laughs> mm-hmm. So we, as mom and dad, like have tried probably everything for for our kids and. Uh, um, Whatever they need, their schooling and all of that stuff was provided by us. Like, we, we do, like, um, Emma and I do everything possible to provide for them. And um, in fact, um, now, like, when they come, they come home from uni, like, um, we, would, uh, uh, we would make sure that everything they like is there. They'll have fresh bedding and everything is nicely clean and stuff. And, and um, yeah, their favorite. Uh, cereal, etc., will be there. We make sure because, like, we love them, and that's that's how much you care. And uh, so this time, when Luke was coming, like, we, we kind of noticed, like, he was like, "Oh, what's oh biscuits? Oh, nice. Oh, what's in the fridge? Oh, yeah." Like, they they feel that freedom to come and do that. Do we feel that freedom? Like, that's 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 how we are with God. Like, we can we, in His house, we can just. Like, check out, like, what's in the fridge? Because he, he, he has that freedom. Luke has that freedom to know that it is fine. This is, like, my, my, my mom and dad cares for me. And, you know, they've thought about me. They've, they've, they've got this stuff. So, but how much more in that way? How much more does the Father God cares about us? So uh, a couple of scriptures I want to take your attention to. Uh, Luke 12, 24 says, Consider the ravens, they neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. And how much more value are you than the birds? And how God provided them. Yeah, so that's it. And cast your mind to the time when uh, there was, uh, when he fed the 5,000 from two loaves and one fish. He is able. He's more able than we as parents can provide. He, he is so, uh, uh, what can I say? <laughs> he owns the cattle of a thousand hills. And uh, yeah, he owns everything. So 
let's, let, let's look at him as like this father who is able, who can, and who will provide every need of ours. Um, just to go to a story in, in, in the Old Testament, uh, how the Israelites had manna every time, every morning they had manna, and they had, and they had water. They, they survived. They had what they needed, uh, and, and God did that. And, uh, uh, or or the, the wedding in Cana, the host, we ran out of wine. And like we were t- talking the other day, like, Actually, there was a lot of wine that, 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 Jesus, that Jesus turned water into. And uh, that is our God. That is, that is who, 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 we, uh, who, who is our Heavenly Father. And uh, in this season, God's kind of been uh, getting my attention on that. He's a God who goes before us, that he's a God who, who goes before us and... Uh, uh, and, and, and set things up so that when we get there, it, it, it is fine. Like, in the same way like we do for our kids, like when uh, they're coming, we like have clean sheets and stuff and, and food and stuff that we need. In the same way, uh, God's been impressing on me like he goes before. And one of the, one of the classic ones about God going before uh, from, uh, from uh, Deuteronomy is like, and you saw how the Lord, I'm reading from Deuteronomy, about the Israelites in the wilderness and how, um, uh, how God went before them. And you saw how the Lord your God cared for you all along the way as you traveled through the wilderness, just as a father cares for his child. Now he has brought you to this place. And he goes on to say, who goes before you looking for the best place to camp, guiding, guiding you with a pillar of fire by night and a pillar of cloud by day. I mean, that is tangible, amazing going before us. Like that would have been amazing. That have, like, uh, what, a, what, a, what a tangible way of God going before you. And uh, yeah, again, about uh, God's protection. Let's look at God's protection. And um, as a dad, we would, um, I would do anything to, to protect my kids. And, and I'm sure as a person, you would do anything to protect your friend. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's that kind of like you have that heart of protecting. Just a quick story about um, uh, the, how I felt. I, I have shared this with you guys again, but I'll remind you about it. So uh, we went to Sri Lanka in 2019. That's, uh, it was after Stephen and Luke's GCSEs. It was their treat to go to Sri Lanka. And we were up there and like, uh, everyone who's been to Sri Lanka would, uh, would know this. this is a tourist attraction called the Sigiriya Rock. You just climb up to it. It's like one hour for me and half an hour for them kind of thing. <laughs> you get steps and all of that. So it's, it's, it's like a tourist attraction. It's, it, it, it's a fun thing to do. So we went up there and uh, we were, uh, yeah, it's, it's, when you go up there, it's amazing. You see the, the, the greenery all on the trees. It's like, it's wood, wood, wood area. We call it jungle. It's jungle all over, <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's an amazing sight. So up there we were there, and uh, there's a bit of a wasp problem there. And uh, uh, Luke was targeted by these couple of wasps, and he was trying to like go away, go away. They wouldn't go away. I don't know. He was something that was in his bag, or they just kept following him. And uh, uh, the guide was saying like, like, be still, don't do anything, and because. Like, 
when the guide said that, you kind of like, whoa, there's there an issue here. Because what he was saying was like, if you, if you get stung, it's not just going to be one. That's like a lot more <laughs> that's going to follow suit. So, and Lu, I knew Luke has had this being stung by wasps in, um, in Stanborough because when he was young, they, he kicked a wasp nest and like he, he was bitten badly, like about 12 stung, 12 uh, wasps. So I kind of knew like he's, he would be kind of panicking a little bit. So, but I, what do I do? I mean, he was, if he was a tiny guy, I would have like covered him or like as a dad to protect him. But he was a big guy, taller than me. So I couldn't do anything of that. So, but what I did was I, I, I kept praying and I, I got so close to him so that like in my mind, he's like, you know, come and get me, not my son. <laughs> Later on thinking about it, I thought like, you know, if I was a human dad, like thinking like, you know, get me, not my son, how much more would God God protect us as, as our dad. And you know, he sent his only son to die for us. I mean, can you imagine how, what, what love, what compassion, what mercy he has for us? We didn't deserve it, but he sent his son. So yeah, we would do everything to protect, and God would do even more. And uh, uh, scriptures say, uh, what is the price of two sparrows? One copper coin, but not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father knowing it. And the very hairs of your head are all numbered. This is an easy one. <laughs> so don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Uh, which one of you, uh, in Matthew 12, it says, which one of you has a sheep, if it falls into the pit on the Sabbath, will not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more value is a man than a sheep? How much more value are you who is adopted by our Heavenly Father? I have this as well. I don't know if, 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 if it is for someone who, who, who needs encouragement. It's about the parable of the persistent widow. And in Luke 18, 1, 7, he says, and he told them a parable of the, of the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. He said, in a certain city, there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, give me justice against my adversary. For, while he refused, but after, for a while he refused, but afterwards he said to himself, though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will get her justice so that she will not beat me down by her continual coming. And the Lord said, hear what the unrighteous just says, and will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? So keep crying to him, keep asking him, keep seeking his kingdom, keep knocking every door, every door of opportunity of, yeah, ask. That's what this, uh, we, we started saying. Ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. Just want to bring a fun fact, but it, he's also connected to the how much more of God. So, in my house, if someone says, uh, Dad, I'm hungry, and Dad, I don't want any bananas. I would understand. People in my house will understand what that means. I'm like, 
oh, I'm so tired. I think I, think I need a rest. Have a banana before you do that. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> so, so they know, like, for everything, have a banana. That's, that's, the, that's the thing that in my house, have a banana. Uh, you know why that is? Because you get amazing bananas in Sri Lanka. Did you know that? <laughs> so this is a fun fact about Sri Lanka. In Sri Lanka, there are 29 varieties of banana. I mean, why? It's a tropical country, yeah? The, the temperature like, moves like six degrees throughout the year. Like, it, it, there's no huge variance of it. It's a tropical place. And like, why did God do 29? I mean, five would have done. No, have, let's have 29. He's an extravagant God. That's the much more of our father. And also, okay, you might not like, like banana. What about mango? Surely you like mango. Surely you like that. 20 types of mango in Sri Lanka. <laughs> I've, had, I've had tasted like about six types of them. Yeah, it's, yeah, just know that our creator God is such, such an amazing God. It's, it's such a privilege to know him, such a privilege to know that this creator God loves us. We belong to him. We're adopted by him. And uh, yeah, 20 times of mango. You could have done me two, three, four. No, that's 20. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a fun fact of Sri Lanka. And guys, if you guys ever get a chance to go to Sri Lanka, it's worth, worth a visit. Uh, not right now, because there's some stuff happening there, but uh, <laughs> it'll be, there will be a good time to go. So, that was, that was about uh, asking and how much God cares about, how much more, if we as dads and as parents, how care about our kids and would want to give everything that we can to them and protect them and provide for them, how much more would God, who is our Heavenly Father, uh, provide, protect, and, and, and give to us? We are adapted to, by Him. And uh, going to the next bit of scripture, do to others whatever you would like to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the law and the prophets. So this bit of scripture, I remember when I was a, when I was a child, uh, uh, in, our, in our school, we, we did the, the gospel as like the religious education. We call it religious knowledge at the time. And we would uh, uh, we'd study the gospel. And I remember reading this and thinking like, that's like, that makes a lot of sense. Do, want, do to others whatever you would like to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the Lord. Yeah, that's, that's, that's brilliant. That, that's real wisdom. I think that's one of the things that I, I, I believe like, got my attention to, to read scripture, to look at, at the gospel. Like, what does it say? This, is, this makes sense. This is, this is wise stuff. But it's a lot more than wise stuff. It's about our, our creator. And... Uh, um, also, reading this, do unto others whatever you would like them to do unto you. Jesus is bringing the positive sense of it. He's not saying, don't do unto others what you want them not to do. He's saying, do unto others what you want them to do to you. And uh, uh, it, it, it is, my, my take on it is, uh, what I want to share with you is like, be intentional about, about what you want what you want to do. So this is what comes to my mind. So if you're going through a situation, like maybe a tough one, maybe a, uh, whatever situation, ask God, what, why am I going through this situation? What is, what is happening, Lord? 
and ask him, like, what are you trying to say to me through this? And then ask him, like, what do you want me to do about it? And take the first step. Take the first step. Honestly, trust him and take the first step. Because when you, I, I, I believe God wants you to make that first step because without you taking that first step, I feel it, it, he wants us to take that first step because otherwise he's not able to take the next 10 steps for you. He's like prepared the way, but he needs you to take that first step. He wants you to, like he's given us every ability to do that. And uh, he wants you to take that first step. So take that first step and, uh, and see what, what God does. We doing, everything that we do, guys, is we, we do it by trusting God. And um, there is, uh, uh, and he is faithful. We were, we, were, we were worshiping him today, saying he is faithful. He is faithful. Um, I believe God wants us to be a blessing, blessing uh, in our uh, in our lives, he wants us to be a blessing. Looking at Galatians 3 9, so all who put their faith in Christ, sharing the same blessing Abraham received because of his faith. And uh, what was the blessing that Abraham received? Let me just quickly. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I believe we'll share in this same, same uh, promise of God that God will use us to bless others because we are his children. And like he will give us the honor of being used by him to bless others. And we are trusting him to do that. In everything, I, I, I was talking to Lizzie the other day and I was thinking, you know how amazing it is like for us, even finances, God blesses us so that we can bless others. Like, if we are trying to kind of, like, stop that, how can God bless so that he can bless, we can bless others? Like, so, that, this is how I see it. God's there to bless us so that we can bless the ones who doesn't know you and who he wants, he wants, he wants to save. So, uh, like with everything, like with finances, he blesses you and you give and bless her. Uh, uh, bless others, or bless situations, or bless the hungry, or any any anything that uh, uh, that you want to do. I mean, uh, so yeah, we're trusting him, and we uh, we are, we be intentional about blessing others. A quick one on on this, like if uh, looking at this from forgiveness, like do you guys have? Um, there will be times when forgiveness is something that uh, you need or something you need to give. Again, take the step to be intentional. Uh, like God has forgiven us, we forgive others. I mean, God's impressed it into my heart about forgiveness. So uh, if, if there's anyone who is struggling with forgiveness or, or, or receiving forgiveness or giving forgiveness, Let's, let's look at it. Let's look at how we can do this and move forward because God wants to be released of it. Uh, there, this, this, I picked up three steps how to do this. I'm just going to read it quite, quite quickly and see how, how we're doing. Um, it's, it's just 
it's just a, a, a quick uh, couple of steps. So first, uh, when I think about carrying out the goal, I'm um, sorry. First, think about a sticky situation involved involving another person. Most of us find ourselves in little sticky situations in our lives time and time and again. So first, envision a sticky situation that hasn't been resolved. Second, engage your imagination rather than trying to find a rule to follow. Put yourself in the other person's shoes and ask, if I had their perspective, what would I need the most? How would I like to be treated if I were in their place? Third, once you have an answer, then the final step is simple, carry it out. This may not sound too profound, but the deepest truths rarely are. To be like Jesus, to live as he lived, we need to proactively seek to treat others just as we want to be treated. It's as simple as that. So I like this phrase. You know, forgiveness is only a prayer away. Isn't that amazing? It's only a prayer away. You ask God and he forgives. He's willing to forgive. And... Uh, Think of the, the, uh, the thief hanging next to Jesus on the cross. Remember, remember the story? The, one of them says, like, oh, if you are the son of God, like, get yourself sorted, <laughs> get yourself free. But the other guy says, what does the other guy say? He says, give me a second, on Luke 23, 40. Let's, let's go there quickly. Guys, I'm taking too much time. Bear with me. But the other one made him um, shut up. Have you no fear of God? You're getting the same as him. We deserve this, but not him. He did nothing to deserve this. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you enter your kingdom. That's all he said. And Jesus said, don't worry. Today you will be, you will join me in paradise. I mean, did he deserve anything? I don't know. But he, that's all he said. Just a prayer away. So, now, throughout this, throughout this uh, series of, of looking at the Beatitudes, we said that the, 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 to, the, to apply this into our lives, the biggest thing is our relationship with with God, our relationship with Jesus. That is the most key thing. And uh, in everything, that is, that is what we can sustain. That is what will sustain us. And now John 14, 15, 4 says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the wine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the wine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he is that bear, he is that bears, he is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he's thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and buried. That's a tough one. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. How do I do this, you must ask. I ask, how do I do this, Lord? How do I, how do I abide in you? I have, uh, I, I try this. If you want to try this, you can try this too. <laughs> so when you, when you get up in the morning, believe that God loves you. Believe, remind yourself, God loves me. I'm adopted by him. I'm his child. He's for me. 
He loves me. He likes me. He, he is with me. He is in me. And then, thank God for his blessings. The, the 20 types of mango in Sri Lanka, whatever, that's what I would do. <laughs> thank him for his blessings. Thank him that uh, uh, you have breath. Thank him that you can stand up or whatever, whatever you want to thank him for. Thank you for everything because it is by his grace that we, that we live it is by his mercy that we survive and, um, and thank him for everything and, and rejoice in him that uh, he, he is so for us. He's got a plan. He is, how much more does he care for you? How much more can he provide for you and protect you? Rejoice in him. Give him your problems. We all have issues that we, we, we're struggling with. Give it to him. Give it to him. Ask him to take care of it. Ask him to go before you. Do a devotion, read his word, read the Gospels. It's, it's, it always feeds me. It always encourages me to read his word. It, if you want to hear him, if you want to know what he wants you to take steps in, you need to know, you need to hear from him. And yeah, go before him, rest before him. I, I've, I've told my, my, my kids, like, you know, spend, spend a couple of minutes just not doing anything, but just listening to God. Just listen. You know, it's hard to do because your mind kind of, 10 seconds, your mind's going somewhere and you come back somewhere else. You know, if your mind goes, just take, take Jesus with you there. Why am I going there? Lord, why am I going there? Tell me why I'm going there. Talk to him, ask him, spend time with him. It, it is a blessing. I find it so, so helpful. And uh, yeah, search his word. It is always a blessing. It's, oh, there's so much stuff. There's so much wisdom. So much. He talks to us continuously through him. He never stops speaking. And last of all, nurture your God dependence. Trust him with everything. Guys, we cannot do anything without, without him. So trust him with everything. He is for you. He's, he loves you much more than you can ask or imagine. And uh, trust him with everything. The last one before you go. Do we have five minutes? Oh, it's too late. <laughs> We're already gone. Yeah, okay. So the last one, uh, I, I want you guys to pray this. Luke 11.30, if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Pray that you get filled with the Holy Spirit. Ask for him to refresh you every day, Okay. I know it's, it's, gone, it's gone late, more than I, I had hoped it would, but uh, uh, Robin, you want come to and, come and play that song for a minute? Yeah, guys, we, Robin has, has, um, has prepared a, a, an amazing song. If you guys want to be released to, to move on, it's fine too, but if you want to hear and wait and, 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 and uh, and pray to God that uh, he fills you with your spirit. And I'm going to pray now as well. So, Lord, I pray that uh, uh, you fill each and every one of us with your Holy Spirit, Lord. We need you. We trust you. You said ask and you will give the Holy Spirit. And we ask you, Lord, today for each and every one of us. Fill us with your spirit, Lord. In Jesus' name.